This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Now we've got Daniel Wallach. I love the show. I listen all the time, Conduct Detrimental, the podcast. So let's get to it. What's Daniel Snyder's, or Dan Snyder, I don't want to get you two mixed up. What's Dan Snyder's... What's Dan Snyder's biggest exposure here? I think it may be tax evasion more so than, you know, potential bank fraud, although both are both are hmm. We lost him. We lost Daniel. But that was uh was a great start. Tax evasion is a great uh is a great way to start. Tax evasion is what got Capone, right? Isn't that what they got? Uh, we got Daniel Wallach back. There he is. Back. Okay. Let, let me. Uh, let me. I guess get to it quicker before you lose me again. But he's being accused by his partners of basically using the Washington Commanders, Washington Football Team, Redskins as his personal piggy bank. Right. And basically charging all these personal expenses to the team, uh, the logo on the plane, staffing of his private, you know, yacht, private jet, and he's got to declare income. Whenever the right. company pays one of his personal expenses, you can't mix, you can't commingle your business monies and your individual monies, which he seems to be doing and using the team as his piggy bank. And that could create a, a problem for him if he didn't declare it as income on his personal federal income tax return. There could be an income tax evasion issue there if he doesn't declare it. So there could be a bank fraud, tax evasion issue. As well as, I think he's just irritating uh, the owners. Because the last time, the last time we 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 looked back in early November, he hired Bank of America to lead an auction process. And now we're four months to the day. It was four months ago today that the announcement was made that Bank of America would lead a sale process. We're no closer to finality today. Here's the thing: Daniel Wallach is joining us here Steve on get out of his prior to sell the team. Daniel Wallach, Wallach Legal, at Wallach Legal on Twitter, Conduct Detrimental, the podcast. Here's the other problem that I think a lot of people have in a sports sense, is that there are two things that needed to happen uh, with even getting the line of credit, $55 million line of credit from Bank of America, uh, based on the structure of the ownership structure of the commandos at that time, uh, is that there were three minority investors that all needed to sign off on this, and they didn't. That's where the bank fraud comes in. But also the fact that the National Football League kind of strong-armed these three minority investors into forgetting this entire issue, but forcing them through mediation, which really wasn't mediation, to sell at roughly 30 cents on the dollar for what the the franchise is now worth. This wasn't that long ago where they were forced to sell their shares back to Snyder for $875 million total. Uh, if Snyder sells Washington for $7 billion, as he's trying to do, then it's really it's $0.32 cents on the dollar what uh, what they got. was would be Because it's worth $2.8 billion as opposed to less than a $1 billion. The National Football League... Seems like they're running interference for Daniel Snyder. Yeah, but the three minority uh, partners went into this with eyes wide open. They they pursued an arbitration proceeding and decided to abandon it. Well, they, but instead, it, but didn't the NFL? The, my reading is that the NFL forced them to abandon it. 
Well, what happened was the minority partners wanted to subpoena, wanted the arbitrator, who, by the way, was Brad Karp, the NFL's longtime outside counsel, who's representing the NFL in all these various lawsuits mm -hmm. involving, you know, John Gruden, Brian Flores. He represented the NFL in the concussion lawsuit. So he's not exactly somebody who's just like a judge right. who is a neutral arbitrator. He obviously knows where his bread is being buttered. So when the when the partners asked the arbitrator, you know, we want to get the records from Bank of America, please issue a subpoena. And then from that moment on, the NFL shut the arbitration down and strong armed, uh, allegedly strong armed these minority partners into a mediation proceeding to kind of resolve the sale price. So maybe there's an issue here of attacking the settlement agreement, suing under some kind of a fraudulent concealment theory. So maybe the league and maybe Snyder do have vulnerability uh, to the limited partners based upon, you know, maybe not the fullest disclosure made to them during the arbitration proceeding. But it's going to be very difficult to pierce a, a waiver and release. I think that ship may have sailed. I think Snyder's biggest, bigger worry is the prospect of indictments in the Eastern District of Virginia, as well as the uh, upcoming NFL owners meeting in New York on March 26, because if he hasn't sold the team or agreed to sell the team, I think the next shoe to drop would be the league is going to try to strip him of his ownership interest and force a sale in accordance with the NFL constitution and bylaws, which is basically a mini trial, right? Which would require 24 out of 31 owners to uh, come to the conclusion that Snyder violated the NFL's constitution by engaging in conduct detrimental to the welfare of the National Football League by engaging in all this various mis alleged misconduct from uh, obstructing the investigation to these accusations of sexual misconduct. I, th I think it's going to go to DEFCON 4. <laughs> if March 26 comes along and Snyder isn't on the doorstep of having completed a sale because it didn't take the Broncos four months. Right wrap up a sale and now we're about to enter the fifth month of a sale process where he still hasn't gotten a number he likes and this is all going to redound to the detriment of the commandos and their fan base because what's coming up the nfl draft nfl free agency you basically have caretakers and placeholders in upper management who are who are the transition between old and new and this, the team and the franchise will be one year behind. Whereas if a new owner could come in right away, you might see some you know, transformational hires. And this is just another reason to not even pay attention if you're a fan and just yeah. close the book on the 2023 regular season because none of these guys, the coach, general manager, they're all going to be gone by 2024, yet they're running the draft and running free agency. Daniel Wallach, Conduct Detrimental, the podcast, which he worked into the uh, to the last answer. And I, if I'm not mistaken, you also said commandos. And I appreciate that if I influence that because I will not call them by that ridiculous name, uh, especially while Daniel Snyder is the owner of that team. They will always be the commandos to that me. That name <laughs> history well. That name is gone by 2025. Oh, what a horrible name. I think whenever Bezos or... If it's Bezos in particular, they're going to just basically whitewash and eliminate anything that had to do with Dan Snyder up through and including the, the awful name of that team. They that should. is such a, a, a blasé, uh, vanilla name. Yep. It's going to be gone. It may take two years uh, because of NFL requirements to change 
you know, team name, but I, I think that's going to go. Just go back to Washington football team. It was different. It was it was beautiful. All right, I, one one more thing, and this is more about uh, the way the National Football League has has protected Daniel Snyder here, uh, because there was supposed to be a written report of the sexual misconduct investigation that ultimately became just an oral briefing to the commissioner who then a $10 million fine, which Daniel Snyder can either borrow from bank of America or pull out of uh, a sock drawer in his house. Um, And, uh, and then he turned the team, they turned the team over to Snyder's wife, which isn't really any different. So there was no penalty given to Washington for repeated longstanding sexual misconduct. Uh, And the NFL was complicit in kind of whitewashing that. What did bother the NFL was the bookkeeping, which hid monies that Washington should have submitted or uh, should have been going to the league's total revenue, football revenue, which impacts other teams' revenues as well. How does the NFL get out of this particular issue without bringing that other one back? Well, it really shows you where their priorities lie. Uh, but, you know, I, I think everything is going to be sort of, you know, uh, washed away when Dan Snyder is is forced to sell the team or does sell the team. I think the page is turned. And when there's a new owner, if Jeff Bezos comes and buys the team or someone else does, I think that will overshadow any of the, uh, uh, a- a- any of the league's uh, mishandlings of of the sexual harassment you know sexual allegations i mean to this day we're not even talking about what 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 they did to to colin kaepernick the league (laughs) you know is almost like the teflon league yeah and you know the business of the nfl marches on and most fans you know for better or worse and it may be an indictment about the fans they don't really care so much about the brand as much as the media does they care about their teams Mm -hmm. they care about uh, you know, the game that's on the field. And I think the league, the league survives this. Roger Goodell might not survive it because there could be, you know, more reporting on this issue. It really does point not to the league protecting um, Dan Snyder, but Roger Goodell protecting him. I mean, Jim, Jim Irsay was complaining months ago that he was kept in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as if, it's not as if the owners all voted and joined hands and said, we're going to protect Dan Snyder. I, I, Roger Goodell may take his marching orders, from the other NFL owners, but I think Roger Goodell has the most explaining to do here mm-hmm. because but, he's in the position of shielding Dan Snyder, uh, you know, signing off on 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 these, you know, approving you know sort of the loan structure. Uh, you know, uh, Roger Goodell is at the head of the triangle here. Um, it really doesn't fall to the other thirty-two owners unless they take no action. If they allow this uh, inaction to persist, going into month five and month six, and nobody has referred charges to the league and said, we should put Dan Snyder on trial. Then it falls on each one of the 32 owners because Jim Irsay talked a big game, you know, three or four months ago, and he never followed through on it. Mark Davis, if of, of all <laughs> the owners, should have an ax to grind with Dan Snyder because Dan Snyder allegedly was the source behind the uh, leaks to the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times, which led to the firing of John, John Gruden. Gruden. So why, why, why aren't Ursay or Mark Davis stepping up? Because under the league bylaws and constitution, it only takes one owner to file charges. And then that requires uh, a league investigation and a mini trial 
before the other 32 owners. You need 24 to convict. Right. You only need one to bring the charges and start the process. So if if these guys if these owners do nothing, then you could blame them. But it, it's been it's been time it's been time enough already. We're now uh, entering the fifth month after the Bank of America uh, involvement in this auction process, and we're no closer to a sale today. And I think March twenty sixth is the point of no return. I think that's where you might see uh, some rumbling or some action being initiated against uh, you know Dan Snyder because it it really leaves one of the flagship franchises of the NFL yep. in, in basically in a, a state of abeyance, in a state of flux. And, it, and, and that's harmful to the foot to the National Football League to have a, a, a team like this operating basically under a receivership because it's really no more than a receivership. It's, it's in a state of temporary status without any future or any semblance of belief or confidence that this is uh, a competitive franchise. And until he's out of there, there's no stadium deal. That's right. Uh, there's no professionally run franchise. And there are questions as to whether, you know, there, there, there's, there's more malfeasance going on behind the scenes. As long as Dan and Tanya Snyder remain in charge, uh, I, I think it's a question as to whether anybody would ever want to be a limited partner of Dan Snyder or buy the team without full transparency of what's going on in the books and records, because what's been revealed in this ESPN uh, report by Don Van Natta yeah. uh, uh, chronicles, you know, like years of basically having two sets of books, cooking the books. And if I'm a prospective owner, I want to know what's really going on there. I want to look yep. and get a, a clear picture of the financial health of the company and how could you get a clear picture and have uh, confidence given that Bank of America, which issued this loan to Dan Snyder yep. without any board approval, is the same bank which prepared the prospectus and is overseeing the sale of the team. How can you trust these guys? Can't trust anybody. Can't trust Dan Snyder. But we can't trust we can't trust Daniel Wallach. At conduct or at Wallach Legal, conduct detrimental is the podcast. And I keep saying this, if you like law and you like sports and the two, uh, the combination of two, there is no better place to go. I appreciate your time. We'll talk again very soon. Best to you and yours, and we'll uh, we'll run it back. Thank you very much, Adam. Have a great day. Enjoy the conversation, Absolutely. as always. Always. Daniel Wallach. Oh. Uh, appreciate his time. All right. When we come back, a couple of things about this that I think are important to know about, I think when it comes to the commissioner, I have said before that I believe a trained chimpanzee could be as effective as an NFL commissioner as Roger Goodell. This is not to say that Roger Goodell hasn't been good. I just think that in how we judge Roger Goodell, anybody could do that. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.